In the light of the Don Davis story, now dominating the headlines in Nigeria, I have decided to name and shame the boarding school bullies who made my life a living hell. Here we go. Ijoma Izubifi, house captain, JSS1 hostel. Thank you so much for forcing me to lift up my dress while you gathered your friends to laugh at my pubic hair. Yes, I went commando that morning. So what? You always called me a dirty pig. You even called me a dirty pig because I didn't wear white pants one morning. I remember when you flugged us because we weren't supposed to be in our hostels during prep, but you refused to let me wear my shoes. You were an evil witch during your tenor as house prefect. Shame on you. Lucy Wabble, house captain, JSS2 hostel slash school mother. You stole my notebook, helped yourself to items from my cupboard without asking, and refused to return the money you were holding for me after terminating our mother-daughter relationship. No problem. Stick it in your pension fund. And when my father visited later that week, you told him I'd attended classes without bathing one morning. You once forced me to strip naked in front of the hostel and made everyone laugh at me because someone told you I hadn't bathed that morning. Absolute crap, I had. You bloody thieving liar. Otuwe Otubu Chapel Prefect You can sing Christian melodies at the top of your voice all you want, but God is watching you. Somebody caught you canoodling in an empty classroom with a so-called SU visitor. And I still remember when you had some harsh words for me during evening prayer because I'm British. Hypocrite. Chinyere Kalu, one year above. In my whole life, I have never met anyone as jealous as yourself. You couldn't even tell me anything without screaming, get out. I'm not sure what problems you experienced in life, but was that my fault? Which? Charity, Agwacha, physical education teacher. You made my life a living hell in that hostel from day one, simply because I stood out. I could write a whole book about it. You even spread that rumour about me cavorting with men. You skin-damaged, bleaching sadist. Chinyere, can't remember her surname, two years above. Even before you made yourself a prefect, you hated me, hated my guts. Nothing pleasured you more than seeing me suffer in that boarding school. Why? Fat witch, go burn at a stake. Mr Nadi, agri-teacher. Everybody in that school was taller than you, but did you really have to take your anger out on everybody? Me especially, because I was already five foot seven at age 12. I still remember when you punished me for no reason and lied to your colleagues, midget bastard. Chris Mba, typing teacher, disabled. You refused to reply every time, every every time I greeted you. What the hell did I ever do to you? Was it my fault you couldn't walk and stand properly? Monster. May that girl who reported that 
High Jerusalem story about my parents never know peace. I can't say exactly what they said because it's it's explicit. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I never said that. What the hell does that even mean? Ebere Ibezim, are you listening? Upon everything I told you, I swore to you, I never said that. But you kept circulating that tell. You even mentioned it during the house meeting. You called me a, a girl with loose morals and I put my parents on the spot like that, exploiting them like that. And when you told your house captain, she stopped talking to me. She could have asked me, did you say that? Even the girl who told you that, I asked her, where did you hear it from? She said she can't, she said she couldn't remember the person, but she's lying. She knew exactly who that person was. And when I found out who started it, she didn't apologize. And even if she had, what's the point? The damage had been done. Bloody witches. Bloody rumour-mongering witches. Abomma can't remember her surname, sports prefect. You made fun of me because I speak with a lisp. Does that make me a bad person? And so what if I completed an answer to your question you asked me with, of course. You asked a stupid question when you saw me picking flowers. Apart from decorating, what else would I have used them for? Fool. May those three girls who accused me of chasing after men when I was actually in hospital get their just just desserts for the rest of their pathetic, miserable lives. May they never know peace. As if you weren't bigger whores yourself in that boarding school. Yes, we all knew. Chinwe Ike, Chinwike. Yes, I ate golden morn without milk and sugar. So what? Did you ever find out why before opening your big mouth? A. Golden morn is already sweet. B. I'm a bit lactose intolerant. Does that answer the question you never asked? Get a life and mind your own bloody business. I still remember when you seized my box because I hadn't paid the money. You felt the whole hostel owned you when your money was stolen. Seizing a box because of two neither. I didn't have any money at the time. All you had to do was wait until the end of the week. But you were so wicked, so horrible, so cruel. You went to my corner and took my box and hid it because of two neither. Clearly you had issues. And as if that wasn't enough, you wrote a really nasty, horrible message on the door, threatening me and said, if I didn't pay the money, you'd show me your real colour was red. And red means danger. All because of two neither. Shame on you. Shame. I'm saying it now. Shame on you, you bitch. I once complained 
to the chapel prefect items of mine had gone missing and everyone laughed when she announced it announced it during evening service they said it was my fault because i was wasteful and went through my items quickly a complete lie and even if that was true i know i knew how much lotion was left in the bottle or how much sugar was left in the carton box etc when i caught one of these girls stealing sanitary pads from my cupboard she denied it when i reported her to the chapel prefect no one did anything yet this thief had been an active participant when they disgraced another girl also caught stealing and in case you were wondering the girl's name was adaku duru she gives hypocrites a good name the people in that school hated me so much they wouldn't even let me join their cross country race one saturday they laughed at me when i showed my face and in the end i had to turn around and leave apparently i wasn't strong enough for the cross country don't make me laugh i used to trek from the school to my uncle's every weekend and you're telling me i wasn't strong enough just tell me you didn't want me there wicked fools miss agwacha the physical education mistress called me a wicked idiot in front of her colleagues because i refused to show her the prizes i won on a tv show she could call me whatever she wanted but i was right to refuse to show her those prizes keep in mind she also spread those men chasing rumors about me this time to her colleagues If I had shown her those prizes, she definitely would have accused me of prostituting myself for gifts. Ijoma Obonna. 2 years below me. The skinny cow who lived with Miss Agwacha. Just because you were living with that wicked woman did not give you the right to snitch on me. Did I have to show her those prizes? Hope you get what you truly deserve. I remember when you stole my school uniform, leaving me to wear crumpled clothes that week. When I discovered you were the thief, you refused to wash that uniform, yet it was I who got punished. And you snitched on me when I refused to show Miss Agwacha my prizes, even though I'd done nothing wrong. You stupid bedwetting big mouth. Gladys Mooke labor prefect as if all your bullying wasn't enough you accused me of reporting you after you used the back of a classroom as your personal toilet the dining hall prefect adobe was your alley looking back i wish i had reported you however severely the principal punished you it wasn't enough You took a shit outside the bar outside the building where learning took place and you had the nerve the stupid nerve to call me a grubby girl whatever the hell that means stupid unhygienic bitch 
You're a Labour prefect, for goodness sake. And you're the one who did your business outside a classroom. Fool. Who can forget those social nights where, where girls were forced to kiss in front of everyone for their viewing pleasure? If you refused, they forced you to slap each other hard. Why would they ask underaged girls irrelevant questions like, have you made love before? It's funny how they held those sinful social nights on a Saturday and attended a Christian sing-song night the following day. Like I said, God is watching them. Onyeye Helen Okeke, aka Uhu. You ruined my friendship with Ifoma Irochita because you saw us sharing food. My mother brought food for me during my first term and I asked you to take just a portion and leave the rest for me. But you ate it all and you didn't even apologize. But when you saw me eating with someone else, you seemed to have a problem with that. We created a cocoa and orange drink with our provisions and you reported me. And my school mother, Lucy Wabu, said she'll deal with me if I ever talked to Ifoma again. Even Ifoma herself said she would give me a dirty slap if I ever came anywhere near her because, of, because you badmouthed us and she held me responsible. Shame on you. Adeze Ogo, English teacher. A, you're not fooling anyone with that fake accent. B, how dare you call me a criminal over that mix-up regarding my school fees. C, unlike most of your other students that year, I actually passed your subject. Ha ha. And let me go back to when she called me a criminal. I had actually paid my school fees. My father always made sure I paid my school fees. I was among the first to pay my fees. The only problem was I had lost my receipt. And when I tried to explain this to her, she shouted at me in front of everybody. This was when I was supposed to take my food and nutrition exam and I was in my whites and everything, my chef's white, my chef whites. But she shouted at me, called me a criminal. Seriously, I'm a criminal. I, I eventually went to the bus's office and he found the carbon copy of my receipt and she never apologised. I hope she's happy with herself, stupid bitch. Did you seriously think I'd use the Lord's name in vain to lie? Sorry, did you seriously think I'd use the Lord's name to lie when I swore to you I had paid my school fees? Let me tell you one thing. One of us was lying then and one of us is going to suffer now. Amen. I still remember when you accused me of badmouthing you 
when all I did was ask someone to look after my books. In your own words, you said I was talking rot. Even when I stayed out of trouble, you still had to look for trouble. You're the teacher for goodness sake. I also remember when you shouted at me in front of everyone when I arrived from Uyu to the dormitory and I dropped my things there and went straight to class but you shouted at me and said I'd never make it with you and guess what you were right I never made it with you when I went to the school two years later to collect my transcript I saw the results of the girls who had sat the English paper very few people passed very few and I mean very very few passed and I was I was one of them I was one of the very few who passed Wayak English that year you're an ugly soul and a shit teacher Paulina and Jennifer or Janet, whatever the hell your name is, and I can't remember their surnames. Shame on you for mocking the size of my breasts in public on our way home. And in case you're wondering, I'm a 38 JJ. I was a bit smaller then, but still very big. Men were passing by and they laughed at me because of your abuse. This was my final week of boarding school and you still wouldn't let me have that in peace. Suppose you had your own boobs sliced off due to breast cancer. I swear, if that ever happened to you, I'd crack open a bottle of champagne and I don't even drink that much. Nonsense. Yes, I still remember. You were laughing at me in public shouting Tammy has got big boobs. Uh, actually, their exact words were, their exact words were, Tammy, your breast beagle. Seriously? Even at that age, you were supposed to know that women are supposed to look out for each other, but you just disgraced me because of the, the way God made me. Stupid fools. Shame on those senior students who asked me to, to narrate the book Great Expectations because they were too lazy to read it for themselves. Instead of listening to me, they laughed at my speech patterns and mocked the way I spoke. I took time out of my own heavy schedule to help them. And they turned me into their clown. Hope you all failed. God will punish you for the way you never let me know any peace in that hostel. You called me names, told tales about me and made life uncomfortable for me in that dorm. I shared the food my mother brought me with everyone. But you called me stingy because you didn't have any. Do you seriously think I would share my food with a demon? You didn't even care how I felt. Instead, you branded your taunts as jokes. Did you see me laughing? Greedy savage. Love, Ibuta. One taste of power and you act all high and mighty. 
you and those twins who worked in the kitchen. You were very rude to me in front of the junior students, accusing me of passing double plate, when in fact my corner, my corner mate, who never ate the school food, allowed me to eat hers. All you had to do was ask her, but you and your twin friends humiliated me in front of the junior students. You nasty witches had no, no respect for me in that school and I'm still angry. Pet. Several classes below me. Can't remember her name. You were a few classes below me. Yeah, sorry. She was a f- yeah, she was a few classes below me. You were a few classes below me. But you laughed when a prefect flogged me. The other girls told you what you were doing was wrong, but you didn't care. May God reward you tenfold. And while I'm here, I'm going to give a special shout out to a lady called Julie Agim. Agim, spelt A-G-I-M. A-G-I-M. A teacher with Army Children's School, GRA, Port Harcourt. Because yes, I did a little primary school in Nigeria before making the transition to secondary. I passed my exams, passed my first school leaving certificate certificate exam, passed the common entrance, but because it was outside the state, the common entrance exam, I wasn't seen as top priority. So I didn't hear anything from them. And for some reason, my father didn't allow me to sit the River State Common Entrance exam. He was left with no choice than make me repeat primary six in the same school. How horrible is that? This woman once called me out in front of everybody, pointed at me and said, that's big mama is repeating primary six. Did I, fail, did I fail an exam? This woman was my teacher when I was in primary five. Granted, I wasn't one of her top students like her teacher's pet, Felix Fadari. I think that was his name, Felix Fadari. I wasn't one of her top students, but at least I was smart. At least I passed my exams. Granted, I could have done better, but... I was not the dance she was trying to portray me as. Yet this woman just humiliated me, disgraced me. It's bad enough I was receiving insults from those babies I was repeating with because none of them were convinced that I'd actually passed the previous year before my father forced me to repeat in the same school. But a teacher joining in Look her up. She's on Facebook. Julie Agim. Teacher. Army Children's School. I'm telling you, teachers like her should come with a health warning. If this woman hadn't made life in that classroom uncomfortable, I wouldn't have begged my father to let me go to that, to that horrible, horrible, horrible boarding school when eventually the Emo State government found a place for me. I had to beg my father to let me go because I couldn't stay with those wicked people and that wicked teacher. 
I've been on her Facebook page and she's always talking about um, um, how, how much she loves God, being submissive and so on. But that woman is a demon. Yes, I said it. You know what I'm saying? You know why I'm calling her a demon? Sorry, I don't normally disrespect people who are older than me. People who have, um, I don't know, taught me or trained me or mentored me or whatever. But what she did to me was horrible. I was in that school for a while and I I knew for a fact this woman loved playing favourites. Oh, and I remember there was a time someone stole food from me, stole my food. Because I lived in a very, very, very far place. I had to take the bus very early in the morning, the staff bus, and travel all the way to school, which took about one hour. Because of that, sometimes I wouldn't even have breakfast, no matter how early we um, we got up. Sometimes the bus would come early and me and my sister would walk away from full plates of food just so we could catch the bus. And then when I got to school, I'd find out someone had eaten my food. I reported the matter to another teacher. At least I remember the teacher's name, Felicia Benjamin. At least this woman had some compassion for me because she knew I I came from a very far location to attend school. So she made me stand in front of the in front of the class and she told everyone why is there someone in this in this class stealing Tammy's food and that other woman Julia Gim laughed is that supposed to be funny anytime I had a problem this woman Julia Gim would ignore me she really would sometimes there was a time someone went into my bag um and stole my pens and used the ink to destroy my books, you know, graffiti all over my book. They didn't just write on it. They used the ink to deface my books. And when I reported her, when I reported the matter, she wouldn't even look at me. If If I remember correctly, she just smiled or something. I said, and? But anytime her teacher's pets, like Felix Fadare, or Ugo Chukwu, I can't remember their names. Anytime they had a problem, um, she always stood up in their defense, or stood up to speak on their behalf. If it hadn't been for this woman, if this woman had treated me with some compassion, I wouldn't have begged my father to go to that school. And now I have to live like that for the rest of my life with all this hate, all this anger. You can all criticize you can all criticize me for naming and shaming my former bullies but ask yourselves who has to live with the memories because of these nasty people I can't trust anybody I find it hard forming friendships slash relationships I'd rather hold my anxiety than share my feelings and I find it difficult hearing abuse stories having lived it myself I'm telling you, even the characters on Orange is the New Black didn't suffer the way I did. And I suffered for seven years. They're also partly the reason I find it hard to forgive. And I'm really scared all this hate I've been harbouring for years would send me six feet under. I'm not seeking attention. I'm just explaining exactly what boarding school does to innocent kids.
He who has ears, let them hear. And because I spoke about that Julia Gim woman, let, let me give a shout out to Mrs. Kate Okeke. She was really lovely when I was there. She understood my problem. She knew I wasn't a, a stupid girl. She knew I wasn't a dunce. And she really encouraged me when it was discovered I'd found a place in secondary school. And Miss Mbachu, can't, I don't, I never really knew her first name, but she was another person who understood that I wasn't a dunce. Shout out to them. I'm talking, this is, um, Army Children's School, the primary school I attended when I was in Nigeria. Army Children's Army Children's School GRA Phase 2 Port Harcourt. Shout out to those two teachers. And to all those people who made my life a living hell, shame on you. My curse still stands.